Hello, everyone. I'm Contest of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Fleece to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, I sound down because the news just came out that the beloved Biggie has been told he has a broken neck after a horrifying bump on SmackDown. So a bit of a somber mood tonight, but we'll get into all that. I mean, thank God he's strong. He says his strength feels good and he's able to move because that bump was one of the nastiest things I've seen. And we're like three weeks out from the Rich Holland bump. I mean, yeah. Rich Holland, the uh, Madcap Moss bump. Yeah, that's uh, like right off the bat. Just like I literally, I was re- updating my article about it, like right before I'm on the air. I was like, oh, I'm obviously, needless to say, but I'll still say it. Best wishes to Biggie. Very yeah. hopeful that he has a speedy recovery. Uh, the the fact that he, like, as you said, that you know he, he was moving and showing his strength. That's a very very positive sign. But for a guy like Biggie. Uh, absolutely for, for from every every way that you know every interview every everything you hear about him seems like an absolutely wonderful guy absolutely horrible not just saying get well soon biggie like definitely not uh not a happy uh outcome obviously obviously on, on smackdown well, i mean honest to god when you look at the way the bump landed i guess it is a happy outcome that he's okay and he can move because that was a nasty 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 bump and yeah. I know that E, when he was in, he had some uh, issues in college when he did his, when he had his knee injuries. I hope mentally he's able to stay strong as well. And we're thinking about Big E because that was a nasty, nasty bump. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, but broken neck would seem to suggest that he'll be out for a while. Uh, he'll be, uh, so. he's out for a bit, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, Kofi's riding solo, isn't he? Into this year's WrestleMania, Woods is still out with his torn plantaris. Right, he, he's totally. got a broken neck. Um, Jesus, I just what a horrible way to start the show. Yeah, I even couldn't help it. Just like literally, that just came out moments before we went on the air, so wanted to get that away. Obviously, don't want to speculate, but again, just you know, based on just general assumption like again it's a serious injury so he'll probably be out for a while and that's just saying hey uh silver lining uh kofi riding solo could always uh roll back the the kofi mania train and and try and get something going there um hey i, I would like to like to see that but I, obviously i think he deserves a company man there's a story you can tell there uh depending on what happens to WrestleMania. hey if you want to get crazy have him get, have him get his win back from brock lesnar and then the way that he absolutely just ruined uh kofi that's mania right itself um yeah but ricky pointed out yeah we were just talking about biggie breaking it's not definitely a very uh unfortunate incident here on smackdown um i don't know if we i don't know if we referenced the specific way that it happened uh he took a belly to belly suplex landed right on his head during a tag team match against sheamus and uh rich holland did you ask if the announcers uh said anything about it no uh i think michael cole pointed out that he was getting tended to by emergency personnel that's when i knew something was was it had to be somewhat wrong i didn't i honestly didn't see the the, the, the suplex in the moment and then i went back uh, i went back and saw it afterwards i was actually i was worried he he got hurt before that he took a bad spill like landing out of the ring and he landed kind of right on his like his hip essentially uh, but obviously that's was a much different uh situation than landing right on his head so um yeah no word on how long he'll be out steven's asking about xavier xavier still has that torn plant plantaris and i i thought like he'd be good to go by now I, woods I, is he's got some pep in his step he's on g4 you know he's focusing on that stuff right now maybe he'll be 100 by the time he's accepting his 
Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards in a couple of weeks. I, geez, poor New Day. New Day's had a rough go of it this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I, I tweeted like before Biggie got hurt. He got he fell out of the ring, and I was like, oh, like rough fall for Biggie. And I'm, I'm referring to the fall, not the you know, the way he's been booked since he lost the title. But all together, very much uh, rough go of it here for Biggie, unfortunately. Uh, from losing the title and, and crappy circumstances, frankly, uh, to now this injury right before WrestleMania. And obviously, yeah, that would mean Ricky pointing out that he will. Most I mean, certainly... he'll be only be out for WrestleMania 39. Yeah, there's Honestly, really no right. way to know right now it's, if it's a broken neck that that is very serious. So, uh, again, a somber note, but from an, a note of optimism from, from DJ, you know, if something like Madcap Moss laid around his head, granted, he made it out, you know, unscathed and unfortunately it seems like biggie definitely is going to be uh on the on the road to recovery here but um you know very much hopeful that he'll recover but yeah biggie himself it was good it was good that biggie right away took to twitter showed that video he was moving as best he could at least you know kind of showing that he was that he's okay uh, all things considered so uh, that came out right right at the tail on the smackdown so again that's why we're leading off of that very uh depressing note but i mean ironically the big the, the biggie match there uh, was was noteworthy because uh even before that happened uh, the, the internet uh was, was uh swirling with chatter because in the backstage promo for the match Sheamus and Rich Holland were were standing backstage giving an interview they had, they had sledgehammers in hand oddly enough and they were talking about how they they smashed uh Kofi and Biggie's ATV I think that was la- I think smashed last week yeah uh, and then they then they said you know they're gonna destroy more tonight and then Seamus said oh I brought along a new friend uh someone who's more dangerous than than two sledgehammers combined we go way back his name is Butch <laughs> and the camera pans and reveals former NXT hold on, hold on, hold champion on. Pete now, did Seamus say this or did Rich Holland say this I'm 90% sure Rich Holland sorry sorry Seamus said it Seamus said it that's that's ridiculous Oh, I know this guy. We go way back. I've never interacted with him. On the flip side, Rich Holland and Pete Dunne were literally paired at the start of NXT 2.0. What are we doing? What are we? And why is he Butch? You want to know why he's Butch? Because Fightful Select, Sean Ross Sapp shared some information about why he is Butch. And Sean Ross Sapp, and I quote, said... Fightful was told throughout the day that something very dumb was happening on tonight's episode of SmackDown, with numerous people chiming in that they knew it would be a name change for a star that many already knew. There were wrestlers outside the company who knew of the name change as far back as yesterday and were speculating that it could be a bushwhacker's rib because Luke is Ridge Holland's real name. Another former WWE name believes that it's based on Butch from the Little Rascals in the 1950s. Let's be clear. (laughs) The 1950s version. Now, Colin, I don't... What year were you born, pal? 1997, my friend. 1997. I was born in 93. What is this? What are we doing here? Oh, man. I I, I was upset about that, and and then the biggest thing happened. I'm like, I don't even have the energy to get all that upset about it, but it's really bad, man. I'm I'm more more of the mindset. It's it's so bad that it's funny. It's like naming someone that uh, for reportedly that reason, and obviously Sean must have a very reputable source there. So 
and based on all these things from Vince McMahon's, like you know, for years now, that 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 would track, right? Um, that would be either a rib or something as dated as uh, the Little Rascals 1950s version. Oh, Pete Dunne, man, Pete Dunne, a guy so talented in the ring. You on paper, in my mind at least, can plug and play and put him on the roster. You don't need to do anything. What with him. happened to Triple H's NXT? It's tragic, man. What happened? We're we're like at this point, it's almost comical because this doesn't even resemble the company that had Joe as champion and Champa O'Reilly Dunn and LA Knight fighting in September. A lot has changed. A and a very short amount of time. It's it's March now. That's not a, yeah, that's like you know what, six months, but it's a, it's only six months. Like, and they've completely dismantled it, they've completely um Tore it down. William Regal's over there on, on uh, TNT or TBS having the time of his life with Brian Anderson and John Moxley. Like it just doesn't feel real. No. Um, DJ saying uh, that Pete Dunn is now well done. I mean, with a name like Twitch, oh. <laughs> that's a, good. Congratulations, time, DJ. It's very good. a hard time getting over with that. That's just that's, that's rough. Yeah, and that's just saying Triple H gone, well, gone at least in terms of he's been away recovering from his cardiac uh, event there in September, and they really just tore it, everything down. People, the NXT stars have left. They've they've gone a different way. Um, I talk about that all the time on, on the NXT show, so I won't you know get too deep into that right here. But yeah, uh, this this is just the latest many examples. The name itself, Stephen saying, who's naming all these wrestlers? Naming Pete Dunne, Butch, Unreal. Obviously, the, the previous incident, Gunther. With the Walter incident, obviously another very bad one. Um, man, I just you know, and this is coming from the guy who is like, I like branding, it's stupendous. People need to look that up, you know. They, they wonder what's stupendous. Uh, I'd say it was not stupendous, this name, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, Eddie's saying you know, nobody will care about the name in a couple months. We're talking about it now, but people will forget and accept it. I mean, I've like accepted Gunther, but I still don't like it. Like, I, I still think it's stupid, and I, I still, I mean, like, it's still Walter to me. We will accept. Well, let's be clear though. This isn't like Cesaro dropping the Antonio. This isn't even like a man named Walter is now man named Gunther. This is Pete Dunn, man with two names, is now Butch. That's it. He's Butch. He was just Butch. <laughs> he 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 changes cars for free depending on the on the uh, client. You know, like what what is what is this? What are we doing? It's it's such a weird time in WWE, and we're gonna look back, and this era is gonna be talked about for years and years and years to come. And I don't know what what to do here because Pete Dunne is Butch, and it's like NXT UK is. Off in its little corner in the UK. And I'm wondering when that's just gonna have the rug pulled out from under it because Pete Dunn is butch. You know, what are you gonna do? And Dewdrop is Dewdrop. This is more akin to Piper Niven becomes Dewdrop. This is Pete Dunn is Butch. Like yeah. Pete Dunn was a fine name. It was a fine name. Didn't see any I didn't see anything to change it. Um also just the 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 creative itself i guess for lack of a better word you know he he comes out and he's wearing the fit the little funny little hat just like shameless and rich holland he's wearing suspenders 
So that that's their thing. And the problem with that is that Seamus and Rich Holland are both like very big guys. And and Pete's got a lot of muscle, but he looks like the scrawny little brother trying to keep up. See, I like like I like the look. I'm not against the look or the pairing. It's just I like, like, the I like the pairing. You, you can't you can't just call him Butch. Like he, he didn't exist before. Like he didn't change Rich Holland. He's Rich Holland. It's and that, part, and of the, the part of the way about this me is now on Raw and NXT, we're seeing this, this overlap where they actually are acknowledging things that are happening on NXT. So they are acknowledging that it's, it's a shared. Hey, remember when Von Wagner was on SmackDown? I am very, very glad that was a, a brief a brief thing. Jason pointing out, yes, Cal Bloom, son of Wayne Bloom. Uh, it, it, that's fine. Wagner, he's, he's on NXT still. Uh, not one of the guys that I that I myself have uh, on the short list for people that are probably moving up soon, but um, it's just weird because now, yeah, you mentioned they, they're pretending Pete Dunne and as an as a person didn't exist on NXT. Now he's just being brought up as Butch, whereas on on Raw, he's Sheamus' got... friend from way way back. He's Butch, and like you said, it would have made a lot more sense. Like, hey, at least you know him and Holland actually know each other. There's something there. But then, you know, I'm like fairly confident that that was Seamus and it doesn't make sense. But uh, I think part of that, you mentioned that report from Sean Ross Sapp. Deej is asking if this is an official call-up. Supposedly, this is his official call-up, right? That he's going to be kind of part of SmackDown now. I, I would assume as much. Or yeah, Butch is on SmackDown. Maybe Pete Dunn's still on NXT. We don't know. We don't know how these rules work anymore. No. Yeah. I just, it's... And it that, could have been uh, Pete Butch and she- uh, Ridge Butch and Sheamus against New Day, which would have been fun. I would never argue about that match. Would have been fun, but that doesn't look like it's possible with Biggie breaking his neck. What, now, what do you think it, we do now? I was just gonna say now it's weird because like that was a, as soon as the you know, beat came out and that, that made sense. If Xavier was good to go. Um, and now with Biggie's out, about out of the equation, so it's like now you've got three, you know, Butch, Holland, and Sheamus. And if if Xavier is good to go, that's two. And there's no one I can really see getting kind of like you're not going to replace Biggie. So what, would it be a, a, a two on two, and one guy is just the manager? I don't know. I'm not pointing out they could do both. They could just leave him as P. Don on NXT and do Butch on SmackDown. Um, They've done crazier things. I, I I wouldn't want to see that myself. Like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna do that, just like at the very least, just be consistent. If he's butch, he's uh, butch, and that's it. You know. At this point, why not? You know, hey, he's beat done on NXT. The completely different continuity. You don't even. They don't even touch. Yeah. Except for when they touch on Monday and Tuesday. Shut up. Okay, look, they don't touch. <laughs> the weird, the weird thing is, is you know. That, that John and I were talking on the NXT show that like right now is such a weird time to bring anybody new up. WrestleMania is 22 days away from today as we're recording this. And even like two weeks ago, we were saying, okay, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to bring anybody up right now because to try and kind of establish them, supposedly get them ready for a match at WrestleMania, for, at least from the NXT side of things, that's weird because you, your focus should be on like building the matches with people who already have and then putting someone new in there. It's tricky, and, and now this, like it, it, it would seem to suggest that he might have be at least involved with WrestleMania somehow. It's just interesting timing, is all. I would, I assumed any any call up like this would be like a night after Mania or we at the you know for SmackDown, the SmackDown after WrestleMania kind of thing. But here we are. Um, granted, I mean he he beat Kofi up after the match, so it's not like he was 
totally framed like a jabroni. Like he's no, 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 no. New successful first night. Star Butch is not a jabroni. He's Butch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no. Well, you know who's not a jabroni? Who's never? You can never ever call him a jabroni. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar opened the show. Very, very. He was a little salty, a little mad because Roman Reigns beat him up last weekend. He hasn't gotten to talk about it yet on SmackDown. I was upset because this, of, of course, was the Madison Square Garden show that was filmed but not televised, oddly enough. And we've seen, I think we've seen the video package of the Bloodline beating up Brock, I think at least five times by the time Brock came out to the ring tonight. I think we saw it like three times on Raw. It opened up SmackDown. Uh, Brock was upset. And, you know, Robert, they're billing this as the, the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. So now Biggest WrestleMania match in history. It's the biggest right. one. So I imagine the goal is like, hey, Brock, go out there, hype up a WrestleMania match and importance. You're unifying the titles. It's a very special match. Brock says, oh, Roman, you changed the game. I don't care about titles anymore. I just want I just want I want your blood. And I thought, like, nice. <laughs> we're, we're having this big match. Well, well, you know what, though? I like the idea of I want your blood. I can get behind that. You know, I can get behind. Hey, I want to just kick your ass. But if you were going to do that, you didn't need to, you know, hold up the two titles. Yeah. Whatever. It's all good. Struck me as a little funny. Brock was mad. Wanted Roman to come out. Roman, not attendance tonight. No Roman Reigns tonight. One of the, one of those SmackDowns, unfortunately. Paul I'm Hayden guessing that's why we had him beat up Brock at uh, yeah. uh, Master Square. I guess. <laughs> or they just wanted some outcome so something to come of it so they could film it and, and use it i don't know uh, but paul Heyman comes out and he says roman isn't there brock is basically tells him to shut up called him fat at one point a little nice a little, little little mean but uh and then and then, and then he said well if roman's not here to protect you no one's here to no one's here to protect you so then he chased he chased Heyman to the back and they, they're just running running to the backstage Heyman escapes and then brock Brock got mad and then he left too. So we do know they're going to quote unquote Clyde next week because they will both be in attendance. That is the only thing they announced for SmackDown uh, to look forward to for next week. Uh, at that point, WrestleMania will be two weeks away. So they're they're running out of time. I was a little surprised that Roman wasn't here tonight because, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a toss up. You have to keep telling the same story or you have something like this where one of the guys isn't there. So I don't know. I, I feel like we haven't made a lot of progress really. And in, in the story they're telling, Roman's Roman and Paul have been pissing Brock off, and that's just kind of it's been kind of that on a loop at some point. But that's it, that's your story, pal. Where Brock is mad, Roman is bad, and Heyman is sad, you know. And this is where this is where we're at. Well said, but I don't know the way this is going, I don't have any updated prediction for who will win it's still my favorite story this year it what does that say about the rest of the product yeah it's it's still my favorite story they're still telling the best story in all of wwe it's a low bar but i would agree i've been enjoying it obviously i've made made it pretty clear i'm a big fan of roman i've been enjoying the the babyface brock run um I'm just curious how it all unfolds. And again, we've talked about it before. The championship unification. Nestor with a prediction here saying that Heyman will help Brock get the win. So another swerve here. And I think I've seen that theory kind of going around a little bit. Um, I don't know. I mean, we talked about it before. I, I think if anybody's going to beat Brock right now, or sorry, beat Roman right now, probably be Brock because I don't see anyone else doing it at this stage. 
Uh, it's a little, still a little early. The concern to say. becomes like, does Rock just like I I see Roman winning, and then I see Rock um, attacking Roman at the end of the show. But then you do what do you do a year of like no other challenger matters. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. You know, I, I remember I was a kid. I loved the year long rock and Cena build, but now uh, I've matured and I'm like, that would not be very good because like, you know, you, you would know essentially for a year that the Roman is not going to lose. And that's not very interesting, especially this is a unification match. So again, even if it's a thing where they do the, the Becky Lynch defending both belts at the same time, you know, that's not the best, you know, I don't know. And, and, and I mean, I still don't fully trust that they're going to be able to pull that off. Like the rock is a very, very busy man. Like he, he is always filming stuff all in days out the XFL. He's doing all these things. I were like, that's, I don't know if I, if, if it's not up to me, obviously, but like, that's a, it's a risky thing to kind of bank on that being a, in the cards when it might not be. I agree. You know, you know, I agree. And it's, it's all just concerning, you know? Yeah, and then at least for the the path forward here, Eddie's saying Roman should win both titles. He's he's a full time star, uh, and WWE usually wants like dominant champions. Well, the only problem is like he, he beats Brock Lesnar, and, and let's say there's no Rock match. You know, let's just kind of venture out there because again, that's not a guarantee. I have no idea who could possibly beat Roman other than Brock Lesnar right now, and other, or at the very least, you would have to take a a while to build anybody up. I don't see anybody on anybody on the SmackDown side. Even in a potential draft, trade, shakeup, whatever, even on the raw side, nobody really, you know, nobody seems like a a, a, a fitting successor to Rome Rome Reigns at this point. More, of a, and I that, that's more of a sign of just like nobody's at that level, which is a credit to Roman Reigns and the way he's been booked since he came back in 2020. But uh, but also that's a that's a negative on you know. A lack of the lack of overall depth so they're in a bit of a pickle in a bit of a pickle they are but and speaking of a bit of a pickle let's talk about the wonderful world of tag team wrestling on friday night's back then that's not really a pickle that's just sort of like it's just stale food yeah sitting in your pantry pickle. like it's it just it, you know it was a cucumber it has long since pickled and it was just it was just, it was just here now <laughs> WWE in the nutshell these days, Robert. WWE in the yeah. nutshell was once a pickle. Or sorry, it was once a cucumber, mm-hmm. a lovely cucumber, and now it's a pickle. Well, uh, yes, we do know the the tie division. I don't know if it's alive and well. Uh, the, the the champions are good. They're the Usos. They've been the champions for I think almost a year now, a little bit. You know, they getting up there. I think they won them last summer. Uh, they have have had a pretty good reign, and they they came out tonight and said. Oh, there's nobody left that could possibly challenge us. Nobody's worthy of facing us WrestleMania. And that is when Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura came out. And I was just like, these guys are winning the WrestleMania, aren't they? <laughs> I was just like, man. Oh. Look, it's it's weird because I do want to say something great about this year's WrestleMania build is they have put such an emphasis on you gotta be a champion because if you're not a champion you're not on wrestlemania and i'd buy that so much more if we didn't have countless examples of year after year after year after year after year of 
the IC champions not on Mania, the tag champions aren't on Mania, you know. But I do like the story of, hey, you got to be up here with the belts because that's what matters in WWE. Maybe this is the start of better storytelling towards that. I can dream. It probably isn't. You know, I can dream, though. Uh, Boogs and Nakamura. Eh, you literally have the Viking Raiders. You literally have uh, Los Lotarios. You literally have... Uh, MSK's not doing much on NXT right now. You know? Well, what are you going to do? I mean, yeah, the kind of... In a different way, I would, I, I would say a more clear lack of depth here on the SmackDown side. You've got the Viking Raiders, of course. You got the the Lethal Lovers; they're they're still around. Um, unfortunately, again, with the big injury, I think that's another knock uh, or another loss for the tag division. So, uh, hopefully, once Woods comes back, maybe he and and Kofi will team together. But no, I mean. I'm not to contradict myself, but ironically, like who who I mean, the Viking Raiders just got a shot. Other than them, unless you want to do like a multi-team match, which this very well could be, uh, I don't really see anybody. So, I mean, kind of likewise here, Steven says he didn't see anybody being the Usos. So the bloodline probably going to still be pretty dominant here. And I, Steven, I, I've long thought this way. Robert, you and I have talked about this for a long while now. Just unify the belts. Like they do not. I mean, listen, I, I've learned my lesson though, because I was the lone member of wrestling media who was like, they're gonna unify the world titles, yay! And everybody was like, "This, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen." I don't know what you're excited about, but it's because I just you don't have enough depth for two divisions. In any case, for the men singles, for the women, if you merge the shows, it's not because I'm like, "Oh man, we need less wrestlers on TV." No, I just want things to mean more. And I think they'll mean more if there's less participation trophies around. Yeah. And, and by having like the, let's say if they unify the tag titles, whatever it might be. Yeah. That, that makes, if it's the tag titles, if they unify the world titles in theory, that makes them more, more meaningful. Cause if you're a tag team, you're fighting for the one title. If you're a world champion on SmackDown or whatever. I mean, in theory, if it's one unified world title, that's that's the one title. So no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, and, and in a lot of ways, they don't have the depth that they once, I'll just say that, that they once did. There was a time the roster was a lot bigger. In theory, you had more people to kind of... Uh, Austin Theory's on the roster, but he's not that big of a guy. <laughs> right. But they had people, uh, hypothetically, if, if you will, that had that could kind of fill in that depth. Whereas you could throw together a tag team, you could throw together uh, a contender for a title to kind of make up for that. Now, again, kind of a, a result of some of the releases and everything, which is kind of a, a natural consequence. Less less depth, less um, less roster depth, less depth of, of, of challengers here. And again, I when we we're getting the build for this this three way tag match on Raw last week. Uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens had teased that they might uni- uh, that they might unify the tag titles. They might uh, challenge for uh, the titles over on SmackDown if they won the Raw ones. So that was at least kind of a, a little tease. They didn't win, uh, and now with this match made it very clear. Oh, that, like it will be uh, Boobs and Nakamura. Yeah, it'll be two separate tag team titles going forward. But you bring that up, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have too much more to say about this episode of Friday Night SmackDown because nothing happens on this show. But who do you think's fighting Rollins at Mania? Like, you don't leave Rollins off of Mania. 
No. Who, who's fighting Rollins at Mania? Well, they're doing the, the KO show thing, which is... Which it should be a match. Which, by the way, if, if, if Stone Cold Steve Austin says, I will have a match with you, Kevin Owens, you can call it a match. I'm going to whoop your ass. Why wouldn't you book a... Why wouldn't you advertise... Steve Austin's last match ever, one time only, first time in 20 years, last time, you know, come on. But, like, what is, what is Rollins doing? It's, I, I had thought, you know, they could do Rollins and, and Kevin Owens in a match. I, we've, we've disagreed on that, but, like, at this, at this stage especially, you know, if not for Kevin, if not Kevin Owens, um, obviously the leading theory is to point out we might, might, See Rhodes in Jacksonville, maybe. And, now, and if if we do, if we do, that would be the most obvious option for both guys at this point. Um, because of next point again, Owens will make sense, but Owens is going to be doing his thing with, with Steve Austin. So, um, if if Cody would probably be it, but like, if like not, I him, would I get know. tickled at a storyline where Becky Lynch is panicking about Bianca Belair and Rollins has this baby in his arms and he's like, hey, what am I? I don't have anything to do at WrestleMania. What am I going to do? What if I come out with it? Like, you know, just like, I'm going to pester Becky Lynch because I got nothing going on. You know, I I would find that funny, but I don't have any faith in them to do anything fun with that. I, it should be Cody. Because at this point, if it's not Cody, you're looking at a Seth Rollins list WrestleMania. And if he's healthy, there's no reason under the sun for that to be. I have to imagine they would do they'd find something for him, even if it's not the Cody Rhodes match. I mean, you've got I just saying there was a report that'd be 16 matches total, eight for each night, which is a lot. Somewhere Dude, they don't on- have the depth for the, the it's another thing. Like it's two nights. Why is it two nights? Because what? Because 35 ended past midnight yeah. and people people had this moment where they were like, oh my God, this is too much. Yeah, okay, cut the show down. You don't add more when you, like, you don't, you know, like, you don't do that. You don't say, you know, I only have two people in my house. I'm going to cook for eight. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I remember I covered the WrestleMania. That was one of my first shows here at WrestleZone. And I covered the whole thing. Like, I, I just like worked it through it all. I remember ending, I think it was closer to one. It was I think the kickoff started. Oh starts, no, the, the main event started at like 12.05 or whatever. Yeah. Like and the kickoff was, I think, at seven, maybe. Maybe it started maybe at like six. five, maybe five. Yeah. They had like so, they had like a seven, eight hour show. That was it's crazy. Like, you don't need this. No. So and for that reason, I'm like, I'm all right with the two nights, but at the same time, there it's there are uh, logistical things and some and in some ways too many matches in, in in total. Like we were just talking about earlier, you know, you have all these matches in a way that that lessens the the significance of having a match, you know, on on the WrestleMania card for 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 one of the wrestlers in theory. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's to me, I was thinking about this earlier today. It's like if it is Cody. But let's just get hypothetical. If it's Cody Rhodes, do I don't know if I see them actually telling that story of like, hey, this guy left 
and built this other company that's doing a lot of cool stuff. And it's right, actually- what is like you know would be fun, and they don't have the balls to do this. But if Rollins just goes to Jacksonville, like if he's in Jacksonville and he's like, I ain't got shit going on at WrestleMania, I'm gonna go hit up Daly's place because maybe they'll have something for me. And then it's Cody Rhodes comes out and he goes, ah, I, you know, as it turns out, I've got something for you. Sold. See, that'd be great. But I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't know if I don't I am honestly skeptical they're gonna even reference that history. That, that not even history, that that's reality, right? That that that's that that's happened. In Why? The last yeah, three I mean years. like that's that's as real as it gets. So I don't know. If it's not Cody, again, I have to think he'll be on the card somehow. Maybe not in a meaningful match or or a, you know a long built match. Even though if, it, if it's the Cody one, that wouldn't be a whole lot of time either. But yeah, it's it's just it's just weird all around. You know, that's like again. And if he is left off the card, it's weird because then you've got you know a match with Austin Theory and uh, Pat McAfee. You've got John Knoxville on the card. You've got Logan Paul on. The, we were talking about this last week, but it's just weird. It's just weird. You know, and again, part of that is we were talking about before we went, on the, went on the air. WrestleMania, 22 days away. Might as well feel like it's like several months away. I told you, know? you, like, when you said that, that sounded far too close to be what it is right now. We already know a, a pretty solid chunk of the card, at least some, obviously not all six reported 16 matches, but a lot of the big ones, the title matches, Brock, Roman, Charlotte, Ronda, uh, you know, a bunch of the tag match got set tonight, a bunch of others, Becky and, and Bianca, all, a bunch of like on paper matches that seem good, but I'm not really excited for any of them. Other, again, other than a kind of curiosity, if anything, about the Brock Roman one, but in terms of like actual, oh, I'm excited. I really. think WrestleMania is an awesome show to sit down and watch for five hours if you've got nothing else going on when it's like in our case where we've got to really be invested it gets harder because now it's like well i'm not you know yeah. and, and our, for us they'll like, deliver we, we come well i don't know again that's just saying it's gonna be the so the show's gonna be a disappointment this year i mean again we always say the matches are gonna be good it's going to look pretty. It's going to be a great big spectacle. It's going to be stupendous, Robert. It's going to be... I love of... that word. I hate that word so much. <laughs> there's going to be fireworks. There's going to be way too many video packages. There's going to be who even knows what. You know, they'll probably get some musical arts. And for all we know, MGK is going to perform to hype up 2K22. Who even knows at this point? You fell in love with an emo girl, did you know? Listen, I, I have thoughts on MGK, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> like... Uh. You know, it, it's all right. I mean, Taker's in the Hall of Fame. That could be an hour of mania. Invader. Vader, okay, real quick. I won't belabor this point because I am happy for him. This, this is an egregious oversight. He should have been inducted while he was alive. There's no reason they didn't do that. It's not like Savage. It's not like Recruit. It's not like Mr. Perfect, where, you know, those were extenuating circumstances. Vader could have easily been there. He could have been inducted while he was alive. It's a shame that they didn't. I'm also hearing the rumor of Psycho Sid. Yeah. Long overdue. He should get in. This is a big meaty uh, Hall of Fame class. <laughs> like awesome these, meat. lots of meat in this one. I mean, my God. 
I'm I'm down for it. They're like, that's cool. That's fun. Vince is gonna talk about Taker. He'll get wanted the entire time. It'll be great. Yeah, and Vince Vince McMahon's inducting him. That's that's fair. That's noteworthy. Obviously, Vince doesn't does not do that. So that that's uh, a thing. Uh pointing out that they have if you're promote the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, they, they don't need to. They promote the Undertaker. That's all you need. They showed the. If they said, you know, we'll hold off on Vader. This year's just Undertaker goes in and it's a two-hour special dedicated to the Undertaker. Who's going to, you know, say no? I mean, I, I was fine with that. And then now it's weird because they're doing it right after the SmackDown. Uh, I think right before WrestleMania, I think. Um, so, again, I was one of, people, one of the few people. Not few. But there were some people that seemed pretty happy if, if it was just Undertaker. I'm fine with that because he is such a legend. But it's also cool to recognize other people. Vader deserves it. Psycho Sid, whoever else. I would imagine we'll get a couple others in over the next couple of weeks. But that's something to look forward to. Um, but, uh, well, I mean, because I, we both, I think we both wrote about this today. Big fans asking if we confirm the fan, ac- fan access got canceled. While they're bringing WWE ringside to Dallas Fort Worth uh next no, week. No, no, no. They're bringing the, the, hold on. They're Sorry, bringing please. they're bringing an experience that's like a, mini access to a Walmart. To a Walmart. That's in like what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, wh- what are we doing? Like uh, I have thoughts, but I guess they're just not doing access this year, which is a shame. Because it should always happen. Chad should get the Warrior Award this year. I understand why they didn't do it last year. They should do it this year. It should go to Chad. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very very much for that. I hope he gets it. Very much well deserved. The late great Chad. Um, I've heard also the Steiners might be in the Hall of Fame. Hell this year. yeah! You know what? Hell yes! Talk about big meaty men slapping meat. There's no bigger dudes on the tag team scene than the Steiners. I mean, the only other tag team I'd want to see inducted that isn't there yet is Midnight Express, and you ain't inducting Cornette. And they're just, which is a shame, honestly, because as a performer, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But the Steiner brothers would be a tremendous Hall of Fame addition. Yeah, I think they 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 deserve it. Um I mean, so if if those rumors shake out, if it's Sid and Signers, I think that would kind of shake out. Maybe for like a, a external yeah. one, Great Muda, maybe. But you know, is Bam Bam in yet? It's a genuine question. If he's not, if he is. put Bam Bam in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, even though I think they they only do one posthumous induction per year. Put Bam Bam in there. Big Why dude, not? Hall of Fame. I'm all for it. Go for it. But looking forward to that, at least it's from formality, Rob. We got to rate the show tonight. What do you think about SmackDown? At least, you know, overall. Well, I'll, I'll address I'll address this one comment from a DJ who says demolition needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Look, demolition should be in the Hall of Fame many, many moons ago. I do think that they need to be in there much more than a Road Warrior ripoff. But my rating, it's like it's like a five, bro. Like it's, it's a boring show. It's a boring show. The, the the two notes coming out of this show are an unfortunate injury to a great human being, and Butch. Uh, no, I give it a five. 
I don't know if I go that low. Um, yeah, the, the the I mean, I can't like knock the show for the big injury. Obviously, that's just very unfortunate. I can knock the I can knock the show for the Butch thing. Um, I can knock the show for for not really helping me get more excited for WrestleMania. Uh, I, I don't really, I'm not interested in the Charlotte Ronda feud right now, or, and I haven't been. It's not really working for me. Steven says that was boring. I would agree it was a 5.5. 5. Um, They're trying too hard. This is very easy. It's the two most legitimate women on the roster. No offense to Becky or Bianca. Two most legitimate women on the roster and they're having a wrestling match. That's it. Show training footage. I said this last you did. year. You said this with, last year, Robert. I said this exact same thing last year. Because Sasha and Bianca are two great athletes who deserve the world. And they should have been given, you know, a nice training montage. That's all you need. People just want to see women athletes be athletes and perform. That's all anybody wants to see. Yeah. And obviously they're they're going and in a much more convoluted way, they're, they're talking about who's the, the Charlotte's title's prettier than Rhonda's baby, and and they're saying like, "Oh, I'll never tap out to you," but I tapped out last week. Like, it's just, it's it's not great. I'm by, the way, all by the way, the revisionist history of Charlotte Flair never taps out. Okay, we don't have footage of Sasha making her tap out. Of course, we don't. You're right. Nobody's ever done this before. They're getting really weird with revisionist history, and I'm just sick of it. I think, I mean, I, my own uh, observation that there's they're just so focused on churning out content. I think they're assuming they can drown us in said content with the video packages, with with whatever and the whatever the hell else is that they're constantly making. That they're just like, oh, well, people are just going to forget about it. Uh, honestly, you say that I, I forgot about it. There's just like so much stuff. To get like kind of like that we get bombarded with, um, that I imagine that that might very well be part of part of the thinking there. It's like oh, we've got all this stuff, all the shows every week. Any, however, whatever the numbers up to now, the 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 hours of content every week. Um, First run content because content, it, yeah. content is what we live for now. We're not getting paid in dollars anymore. We're just getting paid in content. It's amazing. But I do, I do want to uh, shout out, yes, there was a main event, Ricochet, same Zane for the IC title. Uh, Johnny Knoxville today blew up same Zane's phone, put the phone number on a banner in Los Angeles. People actually called it. Um, I would assume that was not actually same Zane's phone number. But yeah, same Zane has a Florida number. I'm genuinely surprised. So you know, a little interesting wrinkle there. Very good match. Very glad Ricochet is the IC champion. One good wrestlers are doing good things. Can't be that upset. So it was cool to see that in the main event. I was a little surprised. I was like, "Oh, they're going to do something like is even even Knoxville coming out." No, it's just a good wrestling match in the main event, which you don't really get these days for WWE. But that was kind of a fun surprise. Stephen saying he was glad to share with retains. That was good as well. So maybe I actually rate the show. So I'll give it like a five point eight. Most of that being uh, that match right there. So Stephen saying six point five. Pat McAfee brawled with Austin Theory. Uh, you see, he's rating that. Are you the one that tweets 3. out every every week the brand split is dead? Yeah, because that that pops me every time. <laughs> like the brand, the brand split's dead. Austin Theory is here. Yeah, because why are they doing this match? Like, why? I I don't know. Um, in a way, it's better. Not just saying it's so seven. In a way, it's better. Um, 
that then putting Vincent Mann out there, like because I that didn't do anything for me either. At least Austin there's an actual member of the roster. Well, so. he enjoys physical competition. Do you think Austin Theory works out at one in the morning until three in the morning? Huh? Uh, you think you think Austin Theory is that much of a manly man? Maybe not. Maybe not. But I've heard things. Maybe Vince McMahon will still be involved somehow. I've heard some. some oh, of course he is. There. But maybe we'll get in there. Maybe we'll be a handicap match. Who even knows? I'm sure. Yeah, I, that's probably safe at this point. He, if it, like with the smoke, there's fire. I'm sure he'll somehow get involved. But Ty McAfee slapped her, slapped around, punched on Austin Theory tonight. Got a score to the back. The security team took McAfee right by Austin Theory, even though they're supposed to take him away from the attacker. <laughs> just made no sense at all. Well, it's budget security. You see, they don't do their job right. They're just kind of looking for a quick buck. Yeah, these are just a few reasons SmackDown was a little little a below par tonight. But lastly, here Eddie's saying six point five for the show. Bigashay, at least for, are you say uh, pitching for WrestleMania? Hey, give him a, a ladder match. That'd be fun. Although I I will say I worry if they if they do the, the ladder match stand a little bit for NXT. If, especially if they, if they do the IC title match like on the Saturday, that'd be like two live matches one day. Not that I've always watched both. If they, they just did that, just to like, just to undermine NXT a little bit more. I actually thought a similar thing for Ricochet, but then I thought, just put the belt on Sheamus. Don't overcomplicate things. Give Sheamus the Intercontinental title because it's the one title he never held. Yeah, but now Sheamus is the Butch. So I don't, well, I mean, I don't he know. can still have Butch. They, they, they can... Butch and Sheamus and Ridge, they can all be together and Sheamus can be IC champion. They can be tag champions. You know, like, who knows? Yeah. You know, I like the idea. Uh, Sheamus, he had an interview today that, uh, you know, he'd be, it'd be a, a quote-unquote major mishap if he got left off the card for WrestleMania. And I would agree. He's a very, he's he's one of their, like, most accomplished veterans and, and yeah, his obviously season putting on great matches. So hopefully, kind of like Rollins, hopefully he'll get on the card somehow. Uh, whether that's with New Day or whatever, but we still got a little ways to go here. Again, not not all not all that long because again, surprising to hear, but 22 days to WrestleMania. We're we're right on the cusp there. But again, having a, a 5.3 level SmackDown from Kevin Taylor here, uh, not the best way to, to to build the excitement for that. So hopefully, we can hope for more next week. Again, don't we know what to look forward to because they, they didn't really announce anything other than Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns colliding. But uh, schedule, no, we should be good for next week. I don't think there's any. Think that would yes. include us. So we should be good to go for next week. Obviously, we do our best schedule pending to be here every Friday for the Friday Night SmackDown post show. John Carpenter here on Raw uh, for on on Monday for the Raw post show. On Tuesday for NXT post show. Uh, the two Dynamite dudes on uh, two Dynamite dudes on Rampage. Marcus and Dominic for all things AEW. Make sure to check them out as well. And otherwise, we've got a great stream of interviews constantly coming at you guys. I recently interviewed the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Matt Cardona. That is now up on all of our channels. He will be defending the title. I think his match is on Sunday at Crockett Cup. Make sure to check, to, to check that out. At least the interview, if you're a fan of Matt Cardona. I interviewed Big Damo, formerly known as Killian Dane, this week. That'll be going up probably next week as well. So lots of great stuff and more always coming out. Bill Pritchard was interviewed Dutch Mantel, formerly yeah, did. of the Real Americans way back when. So fun, fun interview with a, a real legend there. Lots of great stuff. Constantly coming out, you guys. Make sure to check it out. Uh, all, of our, all the platforms, not on Spotify, all that good stuff. You know where to find us. As always, we appreciate you guys so much for coming out and for supporting us here, talking about the wild world of wrestling these days. Uh, and again, as I, as I always say, for, diff- for a different reason now, the world is a very scary place. But we appreciate you all for coming here, coming together, and talking about SmackDown, whether it's good, bad, or in between with us. And with that said, Robert, 
Yeah, I know you're a very busy man. You want to plug all the stuff you're doing before you get out of here? Listen, just follow me at Dude Felice everywhere. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Follow Fightful.com and Fightful Select. You know, Sean Rossap does work his ass off. And, yeah, that's that's all I can really say. That's all I can really promote. Keep supporting WrestleZone. Keep supporting everyone in wrestling media. And enjoy wrestling. With that said, thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, stay safe and enjoy wrestling.